Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan of Garbage, where we're making our way through downtown, walking fast, driving fast. Making my way downtown, driving fast, stealing a safe in New Mexico. I think it's Brazil. Yeah, it's Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave a like, please. Because, yeah, we're doing, we're doing more Fast and Furious movies. Mm. This is... The good one. Very clearly the good one, mm. right? I mean, I still have some notes, obviously. Good notes? Yeah, I think they're good. Okay. Well, well taken. <laughs> sure. Well dictated to my secretary. <laughs> I, I love how it opens up directly where the previous one finishes. Mm. And Paul Walker just rolls that bus. Yeah. <laughs> but they do have that news report where they're like, that cop rolled that bus. Mm. It's a miracle that nobody died. Nobody died and we recaptured all the rapists. <laughs> so it's fine. That bus full of all the people going to the maximum security facility, getting 25 to life. Well, then we got them back. So don't worry. They're not just immediately going to run out and do more crimes. Don't worry about it. Also, I know Brian is like the second best driver in the world. Sure. But there is no way you could flip a bus with a car and the car would be basically fine. You say no way. Mm. And yet he did. That is a great point. Yeah. Mm. That he made against you. (laughs) That's right. Yes. The car just stops. Yeah. The bus just flips over it and he's like, job well done. Yeah. I did that. Crack the rear windscreen though. I did that and I meant it. (laughs) Yeah. I bet even him, if you cut to like the inside of the car, he'd be like, "Oh shit, I didn't, I didn't, I just, I didn't know, I didn't know that would happen." Hey, good plan, Brian. You you plan to stop it with your car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and it worked too. Yeah, wasn't a one in a billion chance I'd survive that. It's, knew it would work. Don't you try it though. You might have too much fun. I like again mm-hmm. that this is. Two mates for a little bit mm-hmm. until they reintroduce the team because obviously we've seen a lot of these people before. But that Brian and Dom relationship, mm. it's locked in stone at this point. Yes. You, you cannot be separating these fellas. That's right. They're naming their kids after each other. They'd be hugging. They'd be barbecuing. <laughs> this, is, this is it, mate. Mm. This is a lock. I also think what this movie does... They're ver- kissing each other's cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assume. I think also what this does well mm. is stakes in terms of like emotional stakes, mm-hmm. family stakes, mm. being prego. That's a big thing That's if you a big want stake. stakes. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I also like how it delves into their fathers. They stand you know, across from each other and they go, my dad was great. And it's like, well, my dad wasn't great. I don't know if I'm going to be a good dad. And the other one's like... Can we still be family? <laughs> Even though one of our dads was great and one of our dads wasn't great? I think so. <laughs> I think that's okay. <laughs> Terrific stuff all around. Just everything about this franchise mm. is so clearly elevated at this yeah. point. And this is the one I think as well where they decided, okay, 
maybe underground car racing isn't as relatable for everybody in the world. So, but maybe a fun, just an action heist is is fun. Exactly, and people love that. You know, they completely cut out a race in this because yeah. they're like, we need to win some cars. We did it, <laughs> and we did it on purpose. It wasn't an accident that potentially would have killed everyone. We did it on purpose. <laughs> Again, God, we're good. Don't you try. You'll have too much fun. <laughs> yeah. And another thing this does so well, mm. and I think I'd just forgotten. Okay. The Rock is perfectly used in this yeah, movie. Uh-huh. Exceptional. Yeah. Really great. And I also think in this movie, he has a genuine, like, adversarial chemistry with Vin Diesel. Yes. And I'm wondering at what point that transforms from on-screen adversaries to real-life adversaries? Mm. Like, was it in place already and that's why we feel it on the screen now? Yeah, yeah. Or were they, like, having a great time and then it transformed over the course of a few more movies? I get maybe maybe when we watch the next couple, we will see it. Figure it out. We'll figure it out, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that point maybe where he was going to kill him with a wrench and he didn't. You know, yeah, yeah. Should have oh, rock- killed him. <laughs> yes. I would have respe- I would have respected you more, Vin, if you'd killed me on set in real life with a wrench. But you didn't. Weak move, beta cuck move. Vin Diesel, the actor, man, and the Rock. He's going so hard in this the mm. entire time. Yeah, the moment where Dom thinks he's going to escape by leaping across the rooftops, and then you just see Hobbs just smash through the window, just yeah. like no, it doesn't even feel like he's doing a stunt. It's just like that's how he goes. That's how he goes in and out of rooms, just in his day to day life. He just tumbles through the nearest window. I noticed also, oh, and Vin has that look of like, oh, jeez, didn't see that coming. We're exactly the same height and strength. I've never seen that before. He's so sweaty. Also, mm. I don't know if you noticed, but often after an action scene, or not even, he's just he's pouring with sweat, mm. and I feel like. He's not in later movies, right? Yeah. I don't know whether he gets his cardio up or whatever's happening there. He's still quite oily in subsequent movies. Sure, yeah, yeah. But the sweaty run is is not as prevalent, I think. Yeah. Should we talk about the heist? What do you want to talk about? Oh, before we get to that, just the face-off energy and chemistry between those two. Mm -hmm. This is Brazil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's exceptional. And that fight between him and The Rock, it doesn't feel like they feel now in these franchises where they get, you know, two big action stars going against each other and they have to get the same number of punches and whatever mm, yeah, yeah. because somebody wins definitively That's at right. the end mm. and we just don't the get viewers, that. The viewers, the audience. That's right, because we're having mm. a good old time. Yeah, but the heist element of this. Well, look, if I had one criticism of this movie, it's at the the, the initial heist, yeah. the initial thing that gets them all into a spot of bother, mm. that classic Fast and Furious family spot of bother, Sure, is that Brian and Mia and Dom agree to uh, work with these these uh, this unknown element and they're going to steal some cars off a train. Simple job. Sell the cars, get out of there. And then Dom hears one of the guys, one of the one of the, the the new guys in Spanish say, We actually want that car the most. And he's like, Well, we better steal that car then. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> like we as the audience know it's because the cars are going to the big bad guy. Sure, but yeah, they yeah. don't know. They're there to make some money. Yeah. But Dom has to be like, No, actually, let's steal this car mm. and have let's steal this car and get a bunch of DEA agents killed. <laughs> And, and then have the blame laid on us, and then the cops are after us, and also the bad guys are after us. Yeah. Just give, give them the cars. Just yeah. let them have the cars. Th- Why do you want the car so much? He's a troublemaker. He's a bad boy, That's Mason. true, he is. Can't really argue with that element Is it because that was the coolest car? I think kind of maybe Yeah, it, it probably was, was yeah. <laughs> well, you can't have the coolest car. Yeah. You clearly want it because <laughs> you, you want to 
go to one of those street races and stand around and all the girls are going to dance with their bums out <laughs> with their bum dances. And I want that. I want more of that, actually. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to take it. Just let them yeah. have it. Look, we know as the audience that probably what would happen is if they presented him with the bad guy with the cars, he would have killed them all or whatever. Yeah. But... They don't know that. They don't know that. Yeah. Anyway, other than that. Yeah, other than that, whatever. Mm. I think the action in this also, it it does that perfect tightrope of it's believable-ish. Mm. Like, and a lot of it feels more practical than, say, driving down the side of a dam. Yeah, again, you know? in, the, in the scene at the start where they um, Vin has to catch Brian on the top of his car yeah. and then get out of the way of the bridge before the mm. train goes over it and then they have to jump into it. That, like, obviously there's a lot of you know visual effects attached to that, but that looks so good. That yeah, sequence. it really does. So good. And a lot of it is practical. Like, they crashed the truck into the train and like, mm. a lot of that is, is very real. I also think there's some other stuff that we see which is... Movies are real. Movies. Some, some of the movies are real. Just ask Tom Cruise. There's some other stuff in this which also feels real and different, like the foot chase like across the rooftops. Mm. Like That's something different and, something and different. interesting, you know? Imagine men using their feet for anything other than pushing down on those accelerators. You I know? can't even imagine that, right? Mason. Yeah, until this movie, obviously. Mm. Now, I know you like this uh, normally in a movie as well. Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't like to put words in your mouth. I actually do that quite a bit. You do it a lot and I'm <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> no, Mason, I do it a lot and you're happy with it. Oh, yeah. There's an Ocean's Eleven style, like, assembling of the team. That's right. We've got to get Roman. Yep. We've got to get Tedge. We've got to get those two other guys. You know the two guys? <laughs> the two other guys. We've got to get the two guys. We've got to get Han. Yeah. We've got to get Gal Gadot. That's right. Mm, Mia's here already. Yeah, she's been here the whole time. Yeah, she's been here the whole time. And she's Prego. Oh, that's, yeah, nice. That's part of this as that's well. Cool. But I think these movies fall into the trap later of you can only kind of assemble a team so many times because now when movies start, they're already a team for whatever they need to do, steal a diamond that can unlock a laser from space or whatever mm. they're doing now. Sure, I, don't, sure, sure, I don't know. Sure. But now it's just like, here's the team. And I don't know, John Cena's in it this time or whatever. Yeah, right. Like th- this element of assembling a team. You, mm. I think maybe the movie should have pivoted to something else by this point. Oh. I know this is like a criticism of like okay. later movies. Like they purchase a sporting franchise of some kind. Just something like that. Like a yeah. failing franchise. They have to get it, you know, <laughs> They have to use the principles of family and yes. togetherness to have them win the grand final. That's right. They've purchased an Australian rules football team. Which one? Um, Port Power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Gold Coast Suns? Somebody that needs the help. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what I think also is interesting about bringing back, say, uh, former cast members oh, yes. like Tyrese? I'd love to track, speaking of tracking, like, people's journey through this. Oh, you could put a tracking device on uh, Tyrese Gibson. That's right. I want to track his ludicrousness and not his relationship with ludicrous. Mm. I mean, when does this... You want to track Tyrese's ludicrousness. Yeah. Mm. Like, how silly he gets. Because it becomes a point in these movies Uh where he's... He does the joke dumb stuff. Mm, yeah. But it's it's not here yet. No. But they sow the seeds of it. When does it happen for I think real? the moment is at the end of the movie, if we can skip forward briefly, where he thinks he's bought the most expensive exclusive car in the world and then Ted just has another one. Oh, and I yeah. think something cracks in his brain. and <laughs> just like, well, I can't be the car guy, but I'll be the goofy guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have left? What's my identity? <laughs> <laughs> But I do love that he's kind of terrible already because his one job is to put a box in a police station Mm -hmm. and he just fumbles it so badly. I mean, he does it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. 
Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. You got this. God damn it, son of a b- What the f*** is happening here? Or... <coughs> sales. Now, I prefer the... <coughs> don't you? And I'm sure you do too. Because that's the sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. That's online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Set up Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Nix, Cotton, Magnolia, so many. Now, you might be thinking, sure, but migrating all of this is going to be a headache. Well, Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate your product, plus orders, customers, and more from every major e-commerce platform to Shopify. And look, maybe you're something like me. You know, you're one of those, don't put me in a box, people. I'm always saying that to people. I'm saying, don't put me in this box. If you put me in this box, I'm just going to have to get out of the box. You're wasting your time. Put the box away. And thankfully, with Shopify, this will never be the case because you get to control your brand and business. All of that is always in your hands from your storefront look to your back office operations. Because look, have you ever been checking out from an online store and you got to pull out your credit card, you type in all the numbers and you're like, oh, which, oh, this card's expired. Oh, where's that other, where's my wallet? Oh, Well, Shopify store, it actually remembers your shipping address and payment information. So if, say, you're on the couch or I'm on the couch, we're on different couches, and my wallet's like, I, I don't even know where my wallet is, but it's somewhere else. Then I don't even have to get up. I can just stay there. I love not getting up. So stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Insert cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. 
NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. But he does it in the most awkward roundabout way. Like he shows up with Brian's badge. That's Brian's fault though, honestly. Well, that's, isn't it? He should be like, hey, just before you go in, realise that this has Caucasian on it. Maybe cover that bit with your thumb. <laughs> yeah. Or send Brian. Send Brian. Nobody recognises Brian at this Brian, point. Yeah. You know? And then what, does, then what does Roman have to do? It's a great point. <laughs> that's a really yeah, great yeah, point, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what do you think of the bad guy in this though? Uh, Art- yeah, what's his name? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Arturo? Yeah. Mm. I feel like at this point, like... Oh, your question is, does the fact that he is some sort of has, has some sort of massive criminal enterprise, does that overshadow the fact that he seems to be doing nice things in his community generally? Well, do you think the people of Brazil prefer this guy who I guess mostly stays out of people's way and talks about how like he does a lot of charity and that in the, in the community? Do they prefer that? Or do they prefer the lunatics who drag a fucking safe... Mm. Through the centre of town, just through it, people's like workplaces yeah. and shops and yeah, cars, fruit stands and so <laughs> forth. Yes, that's right. They killed like four hundred people dragging that Must safe mason. Do you think anybody? Mythbusters, I think, was over by at this point. But do you think mm. anybody's ever tested, like, weighed down a safe and put it behind two cars to see if, like, the the momentum of the cars will overcome the massive inertia and and and. Uh, friction of a, like a 10 ton safe being mm. sat on a road well I know they tested it in one of the later parts of the Caribbean movies does that, that is true does that help that helps a lot thank yeah, you yeah. I mean I know they did a lot of it for real but the safe that they used had like wheels on the bottom or whatever mm. so you could you know and all <laughs> yes. of that oh, yes. so it could be uh-huh. something and it was made of foam rubber yeah and it was made of foam rubber like yeah. a foam rubber pirate hat <laughs> that's right yeah it's all linked together yeah you know what I do like about this heist though mm-hmm. they just have to get something from a grubby building Whereas now it's like a, Lasers it's a laser nuclear nanomite facility yeah, where yeah, you've yeah. got to drop a drone through a skylight. It's in the middle of the Arctic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's more interesting just having a like a real place. Agreed. Yeah, a real place that is absolutely swimming in poo. <laughs> uh, if I may, if I could just. Uh, Are you talking about the bit where that guy gets toilet water blasted up his ass? Yes, I do. Um, and if I if I may, I I just like to just a brief um segue into guys in this movie who might potentially be out for revenge in a in a sequel um, or might be on the team next time. Ooh. And there's two, I think. They're, they're, if you if you can think of any other examples, that would be great. But I choose Jason Momoa, who retroactively is in this movie. Mm, that's yeah, but, good. That's, do you have some good. other examples? But otherwise, that, uh, that it would be um, the cop on the police station toilet that exploded. Yep. Uh, he'll he'll be back, right? Yep. Either, either he'll be like, you ruined my life, or he'll be like, I respect that all that toilet water went up my bum and I'm on the team. <laughs> 
What, what do you need? <laughs> that I've got some toilet water up there if you need to distract any guards or have them slip over or anything. <laughs> that really cleared me out, actually. That's right. That gave me a real sense of clarity, and I think that's beautiful. And also the train employee whose access card Brian and Mia steal, who definitely got fired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there was a lot of chaos in the end, and they were just like, we don't, we don't know. We don't know how they got in or what happened. I, that guy doesn't have the access card. He must have killed those <laughs> DEA agents. Get him. Throw him off the train. I do like how the heist just ends up being a smash and grab, though. Mm. Just run in, grab the thing, run out. Do you think that was uh, always in the script, or do you think that they? The, <laughs> do you think that the the scriptwriters were like, okay, and then they get the, they they have to build this this course and they have to run these cars through it, and somebody went, "There's no way that would actually work." Yeah, they just had to go. Yeah, yeah, just we'll just run in and grab it. I reckon it does that thing that the Italian Job remake did. You know, they have to practice running a course and yeah. whatever. Talked about that movie if anybody's interested. But that safe drag, mm-hmm. just to get back to that, my God, mm-hmm. like what a good idea and what a beautifully executed sequence. Mm-hmm. Just incredible. I agree. Just the the carnage, the destruction, the timing of it. You do kind of feel the weight of the safe. You know, mm-hmm. it yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like a, a like CGI three D object. Yeah, yeah, which obviously it is for a lot of it, but it's great and. Yeah. It's because they had the time, presumably, to yeah. put it together and make it look real. Exactly. Or they at least acknowledged the intelligence of the audience and went, if it looks fake, people will know it feels fake. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. They'll, they'll spot it. I even love the old switcheroo that they do in the middle. Well, of course, I I love the thing that they do in the movie, which <laughs> means that they win at the thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's great. But also, I'd completely forgotten that The Rock just straight up, just point blank, executes the bad guy. Right. Which really, like, Jason Momoa should be going after him, right? if anything. But then he'd have to go into the Hobbs and Shaw parallel universe. <laughs> so yeah, you're right, yeah. It's probably beyond his capabilities. There's probably a vortex he could drop into, Mason. Yeah, probably. It would be fine. <laughs> I also like how they end up leaving, because they lose a member of the team, one of the guys from the first movie, mm. and I like how they end up leaving his family just an enormous fridge-sized pile of cash. Right. What an awkward thing to hide and use. And, and, and people would probably just see it through the window. Yeah. And you're going to take that to the bank. You're How'd gonna... they get it in there, like, mm, without yeah, people yeah. knowing? Presumably with a car, I, I, don't, I don't know. Mm. But, yeah, that's really good stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe not the best way to leave somebody a large sum of money mm. is all I'm saying. Do you know what Brian, though, should do with his share? What's that? His $10 million. Go on. Get a new T-shirt. Oh, yeah, you reckon? Absolute he has, gr- a, he has a couple of t-shirts. Grub. Just a grub, Mason. I think they fit him very well also. No, I'm not saying no problems with the fit. Okay. I'm saying... They're what, dirty. They're yeah, dirty. Yeah, d- clean your shirt, man. Because <laughs> it's... <laughs> there's a point in this movie where he puts on a t-shirt and he doesn't take it off. And it's very noticeable. Mm. Also, I think... Don't at the end of the movie they just go back to their safe house with with the safe? Yeah. I mean, you'd think it'd be the perfect place for it, given that it is a safe house. Yeah. But Hobbs was there. He knows. He doesn't care. Okay, great. When he was like, I'll give you a head start, he means that I'm just not interested in this anymore. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I think that's what he means. He had, he had I'm to going s- back to my main love paperwork, which I <laughs> that's love. That's right, yeah. Speaking of love, Mason, mm-hmm. the Han and Giselle chemistry... Mm-hmm. Is very good. Agreed. And it's way better than <laughs> the chemistry. I mean, it's not more important than road safety. I think Giselle should probably be in her seat with a seatbelt on as opposed to in his lap at the end. You know what? I'm going to veto that. I'm going to say it is more important than road safety. Wow. And it's very clear that these two have way more chemistry than she does with Dominic Toretto. Mm. Like that's a that's an odd yeah, thing yeah. that I forgot happened. It doesn't feel so if real. We're doing, if we're doing uh, chemistry power rankings, how are we doing this? So we've got Giselle and Han. Yep. Then where do we put Brian and Mia? Where do they go? 
I would say you'd you'd go Brian and Dom. Yes. Then you'd go Brian and Mia. And then what about Dom and Hobbs? I think then you'd put those two blokes. Yep. You know, those those two odd blokes and yeah. we're just always doing a fun thing. Oh yeah, yeah, those guys. Love those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dom and the Rock. Yeah. That's adver- that's a- adversarial. So does that go higher? Still pretty steady. It's certainly compelling. Yeah, I think that goes on the top, actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll put that at the top. And then Dom in his car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at the very, very top. Very top. There's oh, and then that guy who's... All the water went up his bum. <laughs> That's way up the top. And, That's very intimate. And the water? Yep, him and the water. <laughs> and the dirty toilet water. That's right, way up the top. Very yeah, intimate. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how... Yeah, this becomes a recurring thing. They keep pushing back Han's death. Yeah. Where he's like, maybe I'll go to Tokyo. Maybe, maybe. Uh-huh. I'll let you know. Yeah. Not yet, though. I reckon I got another movie in me. <laughs> oh, and Lady's alive. She's like, hello, I'm alive. Mm. Or whatever. Or, or this, there's a photo of me in this movie. Should we do some green trivia, though? Yes, let's do that. Should we include uh, the guy who shouts Rodney? Yes. Good. The role of Hobbs was originally envisioned for Tommy Lee Jones. Ooh. Uh, according to Vin Diesel, Dwayne Johnson was brought into Fast Five because of a fan suggestion from a girl named Jan Kelly who said she would love to see the two work together on screen. They were clearly just... Hey, my name's Jan Kelly. It's The Rock. <laughs> hey, my name's Jan Kelly. I think I think The Rock should be part of this multi-billion dollar franchise. <laughs> I'm Jan Kelly or something. <laughs> Look, I already hijacked the Journey to the Centre of the Earth franchise. I'm looking to hijack another franchise. <laughs> I mean, J- Jan Kelly thinks that The Rock should mm. hijack another franchise. Okay, but Tommy... Lee- you got a G.I. Joe movie for me? I'll do the sequel. I'll do it. That's right. I'll hijack any, any franchise. <laughs> uh, that's interesting because Tommy Lee Jones, of course, was the uh, the US Marshal in The Fugitive and US Marshal. Exactly. Would you put him in the same universe? That's exactly what it seems like they would have been going for. But can you imagine Tommy Lee Jones chasing Vin Diesel across a rooftop? Nope, absolutely. <laughs> Not absolutely not. Speaking of Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. he certainly earned his money on this particular movie, Mason, because he made a fifteen million dollars from it. Ooh! And during an on-set interview for Fast and Furious Six, which we'll of course be talking about next week, Michelle Rodriguez revealed that she didn't know about the twist ending to Fast Five, that being that Letty was alive until she saw it for herself in theaters. Oh. Love that twist, Mason. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be surprising if you're watching a movie, then at the end it's like, you're in the next movie. (laughs) You're technically in this one too. (laughs) That could happen to anybody. That's true. That's why I go to the movies. That's the only reason. I don't care about anything else. Mm. Just, I want to know, am I in the next one? Put me in a journey to the centre of the earth franchise, Mason. Oh my God, yes. Let me hijack the Jumanji sequels just like The Rock did. <laughs> Let me, Mason. Yeah. Anyways, huge success, this one. The biggest easily by far, with a budget of $125 million, which now seems quaint. Doesn't it, though? Compared to what we're getting. The box office return worldwide was $626 million. My goodness. Not quite a billion-dollar franchise yet. Uh-oh. But that will be rectified soon. Mm. Just like that guy was rectified on that toilet, That's Mason. That's right. Yeah. Do you reckon he was lifted into the air? Yes. <laughs> Probably wrecked him for life, James. <laughs> sure. Anyways, if you would like to see us discuss Fast 6, f- <laughs> whatever it's, Furious 6? F- f- 6. Yeah. <laughs> but 6 Fs. 6 Fs. Just called yeah. f- <laughs> I fell asleep on my keyboard. F- you can actually head over to bigsandwich.co where these always go up early That's right. if you are interested. And in addition to that, there's bonus movie commentaries. There's other podcasts. I love other podcasts. There's, I mean, that we make. Yeah, sure. It's not yeah, like yeah. you can find 
We're on all of them. Yeah, we're so on if all you're of not them. into that, you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah. There's video game Let's Plays That's that right. we do all exclusively. Or if you do want to check out our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, that comes out every Monday. We talk the movie of the week and news and whatever, whatever. It also has got its own YouTube channel and uh, Spotify and whatever, etc. And so forth. You can listen to it if you want. God, I mean, these are... These are good, I forgot. Yeah, right? I just forgot, Mason. Put that on the poster, I reckon. <laughs> you could be at the end of the next one being like, these are good, I forgot. <laughs> I'm in this. I love that. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Not this one, though. <laughs> nah. Not 10 or 11. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. You grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you real soon. Thank you to Ben and Lawrence for the edit. Thank you, guys. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.